Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right, all right. This is In Liberty and Health. We're um, deviating from the usual foreign policy, whatever bullshit that we've been normally been talking about. I should normally refrain from swearing for a little bit into the show. But uh, yes, we have a heated debate, an absolute heated debate. I can't wait to do this. Everyone's going to be so excited. So make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Um, Check out all the links below to find me and everybody else and all that good stuff. So um, without further ado, let's go. What is up, everybody? My name is Kyle Matovic. I am the host of the In Liberty and Health podcast, where we talk all things liberty, health and wellness, and beyond. My hope is to encourage and spread the message of liberty and physical and mental well-being. I hope you enjoy all the topics we talk about with our guests. We're on all major streaming platforms, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Man, I'm doing as good as anyone can do getting buried by his 13-year-old son on leg day. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for not being on this podcast because I got to go see Metallica. So if that's a problem, kiss my ass. Okay? I am. <laughs> All right. We're here. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the first official, and even if it's not the first official, it is now, Libertarian Party Presidential Debate and if not, even if it isn't the first one, it's the only one that we're doing shirtless. And like, this is great fucking entertainment here. So make sure everybody <laughs> listening right now, you got a good drink and you're ready to sit down, relax and enjoy because this is going to get pretty fucking heated. So um, the way I think this is going to go, first, I'll let you in to introduce yourselves. And then maybe we'll do a couple minute pitch as to why you guys should be the president of the Libertarian Party. And then we'll start doing some random questions. And of course, we're going to uh, field questions from the audience. And hopefully the more grotesque, the better. So um, uh, I guess since it's Duke's first time on the show, Duke, go ahead, give an introduction to yourself. And then I'll throw it over to Toad for an introduction. And then we'll do a couple minutes on why you guys should be president of the uh, United States or the nomination for the Libertarian Party. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Duke Chastain. Uh, I've been involved here for the last few years with the Florida Libertarian Mises Caucus and the party. Uh, We used to do a podcast of Swamp Creatures with some of my friends uh, from the party down here. And I think I should be the presidential nominee for the Libertarian Party because I saw all these jokers and all these unserious individuals like Mike Tremont, Chase Oliver, this Lars Haggett. And, you know, I've said... You know, if they can run, if any Tom, Dick, and Harry can run for president, why the fuck can't I? Because at least I know I'm a joke, and the Libertarian Party is showing itself to be a joke right now, and I'm running on the platform to demolish 
and end the National Libertarian Party because if we believe in decentralization, we should not have a centralized authority in this party. And that is why I'm running and to make some fart and dick jokes and to show my tits with Kyle. And that's why I'm here. That's right. All right. I like it. <laughs> Toad. Yeah, I'm Toad. I am uh, on the Tower Gang podcast. I am, I guess, a well-known uh, Liberty shit poster and kind of the same as Duke. Uh, why I got into this is, uh, well, Ben from the Emo Caucus was basically like, the three candidates right now are essentially uh, Mike Termott, Lars, and uh, Chase. And do you want to run? And I was like, and I'll instantly be like the front runner, basically, <laughs> for the time being. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to just do more shit posting, basically, and just shit post the hell out of these guys, attack these motherfuckers. None of them are relevant. None of them should be the nominee. I should. And mm -hmm. I'm basically just going to run it like I'm uh, LPNH. That is, uh, that is my goal here. And uh, just, just to clarify, Duke, uh, Chase is the one who's actually a faggot. Oh, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, I wasn't sure about that because it's really confusing with how some of these guys act, you know? Yeah, and, um, and I, I will say that um, the reason why we did the Reno Reset, so I am in the LP. I'm a lifetime fucking member, which I became a lifetime member on the contingency that Josh Smith became the VC. So that happened. I became a lifetime member. I am in the uh, Massachusetts Mises Caucus, loosely at least at this point, the, the LPMA, and... Uh, I mean, that's uh, yeah how I got into it. I was a delegate in Reno, and um, the Ron Paul revolution is the reason why we took over the party, and none of those three guys represent that at all. So I was like, somebody has to do it. I'm a much better representative for it than any of those guys. I am a Ron Paul libertarian plus shitposting, and that's why I'm doing it. So what you're saying is that neither of you guys have your pronouns in your bio or that gender isn't a binary. Mm, uh, that no. is correct. <laughs> well, one, one of the presidential nominees, and I'll leave it up to you guys to figure out who it is. Jacob did indeed have that in our bio. Yeah, it was Jacob Hornberger. <laughs> jo Josh Smith. <laughs> yeah, it was Josh Smith. He had his pronouns in his bio. <laughs> it, it could be Chase. I wouldn't know because he blocked me. <laughs> we're off to a pretty good start duke well, no, what about I, you I don't, I don't know if he's blocked me yet i haven't I don't really paid much attention to what chase oliver does um other than showing up to the florida you know convention a couple months ago and saying that he was running for president for reasons um but i know that that josh eagle guy blocked me for a good reason oh. uh, how, so. how, how is he blocked you and not me duke i I'm like nearly his official reply guy, and I just I, sh <laughs> I shit on him so much. Maybe he just enjoys it. Maybe I'm just better does. at shit posting than you. And he's he's such a masochist. He doesn't block me. He probably only blocks the people that he actually thinks his wife might be find attractive. So is oh, this is this oh. true? Is this true? Ben had a question. Well, I don't know if that's a question. More so, a statement. Yeah. Oh, it it is true. It is absolutely true, and it's hilarious because. Before the show started, I was talking about how uh, my asshole is in a bind right now because I <laughs> had a bunch of hot sauce for lunch. Not, probably what kind not, of hot probably sauce did you have? Not the best idea. What? What kind of hot sauce was it? It was uh, the hot sauce that they have at Halal Guys, which I mm, I don't know if that's Halal only a, a Northeast thing, but it's it's Middle Eastern food. Is it and have, kebabs? Yeah, basically, yeah. And they, oh, and they have like gyros and like <laughs> plates with like rice and meat. They, their hot sauce is insanely hot, and I get four times the recommended amount, 
of that hot sauce. Mm -hmm. And in Reno, uh, I was having a similar experience, but it was because, I guess, because the food was terrible or something. It it was after the, um, probably the Scott Horton breakfast, maybe, or whatever it was. And I was feeling it, man. Like, my asshole was just going to, like... Become like a become like a torrent, basically. And I'm sitting there. Fucking geyser. Yeah, and it was gonna explode. I'm sitting there at the uh, the Massachusetts table, and we are like in the part of the convention where we had there was some vote that we had to change the rules because we were trying to speed it up because the the faggots in the party were trying to slow uh, the arena reset down. Oh, hold on, libertarians at a libertarian festival or a convention trying to slow things down. You're yeah. telling me that happens. It never it happened once. Never before. happens. Oh yeah. No, Nick I remember last year in Florida, it was horrible. They yeah. spent the entire day on Sunday debating on whether or not they should uh, add secession to the Florida Constitution or whatever Florida mm. platform. Based. And it was Based. the most autistic thing after another. But they eventually got it, so it was pretty good. So I'll give them credit where that is due. But yeah. sorry, Todd, I didn't mean to interrupt. You. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, at, uh, so, uh, my stories <laughs> are my stories are way too long winded, which is uh, probably why I should be president because I can get up there and just speak off the cuff and just not mm. shut up. And but people will hate me for it. But mm. yeah, so. I was about to shit myself like just I was going to take a dump on the convention floor pretty much and we had that vote that was going to speed up the entire process basically and change the rules and we needed to do that so we could get like most of our agenda through and actually take over the party in the like two or three days that we were there Mm -hmm. that vote succeeded by like very little like I don't even know I don't know if it was a single vote but it was like pretty close to that and I say that part of the reason for that was because I was able to really like bear down, clench my asshole and not have to shit. Yeah. Get through that one vote. (laughs) Fucking put a bucket behind your seat or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was the most important vote. Uh, I stapled my ass shut. It was the most (laughs) important vote in the history of the Libertarian National Convention. And Mm. it's a, it's a not very known fact that my asshole saved it. So Gotcha. Okay, so I guess we could say then that um, it's unlikely, we can't say impossible that you were gay because um, I would think if you're gay, things might be a little bit looser down there. But I I'm, I hold out the reservation to still be wrong on this. I mean, he could be a power bottom. I mean, that is a possibility. <laughs> Incredibly well, plastic asshole. I, I just know that when, when I go out on the town, I do have many gay men thinking that I'm a bear and hitting on me. I, I, oh, I, I think, me too. Yeah, I, I get hit on by more yeah. men than women. Mm. I mean, it's a, it's like a low bar. I mean, I think we've all probably gotten it. Um, the, the only story I really have of a gay bar, I remember um, my buddy and I were bar hopping down around in Pittsburgh. And I remember there were shirtless bartenders. And that should have like been a dead giveaway. But of course, I'm too fucking stupid. So I go walking <laughs> in the bar anyways. It's Florida. You're just, yeah, this is the thing, right? Well, no, it was in Pittsburgh. Oh, it wasn't so, Florida. Oh, shit. Right, yeah. yeah. yeah no, no. Well, in Florida, you, you know, Ron DeSantis puts out the gays for execution. Or at least so I'm yeah. told. Um, I mean, so I go. Yeah. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> we'll get the policy here in a minute. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I walked into the bar and off. then yeah, yeah. My, my friend is like, yeah, it's a gay bar, right? And I walked right back. I'm like, why'd you let me walk into a fucking gay bar like that? And it, like I said, it should have been an egg giveaway. There's a shirtless dude outside checking everybody's ID. And then there's shirtless dudes walking around chest out and, you know, kind of flopping their arms around, giving everybody <laughs> drinks. So, I mean, that was like a dead giveaway that this is like a fucking, you know, pure pee-pee toucher uh, zone. 
But I mean, that could work out to your advantage. Though. You could have been drinking free all night long. Exactly. You That's why I do it. Them the whole okay, time. dude. There's yeah. there's a, there's a gay bar in Boston, and they have a pretty good karaoke setup. I'll I'll go there. I'll do the karaoke. These guys think I'm gay. They'll hit on me. They'll give me free drinks, and it's an awesome time. Yeah. Yeah. Just make sure you never get roofied. Just make sure, all right? Because you might not want to. Is, like is, is that why I felt extra drunk a couple of those times? Yeah, that's why you woke up in an alley somewhere and you couldn't sit down for a few days. But oh, I, th- I thought it was just because I blacked out, and all, all I remembered was uh, breaking up a fight between some homeless guys. <laughs> no, no, dude, if you, that, if that was so, a different uh, night. Okay, yeah, I was your asshole. <laughs> Yeah. If there's homeless people fighting, you got to leave them fight. I, I've seen that shit before. I'm like, you know what, dude? I ain't getting tangled up in that shit. Let them homeless fuckers fight. They're fighting over that. like two teeth. I did no, actually do that. Story, uh, they asked me to do it. So that's why I did it. That, yeah. that, well, it was a different night. People yeah. fighting. Friggin once I was in Belgium, because I lived over in uh, Europe for three years when I was in the army. And we were in Belgium, Ooh. bar hopping and everything. Ooh, in Belgium, where, where the EU is, that's a disqualifier. Duke's yeah. out. Well, uh, we saw two Turks knifing some dude in the subway, and we had to go the other way. Oh, Jesus. We couldn't go in and get involved with it. And after we did a lot of bar hopping and nice beer gardens and everything, but, yeah, that's a little too much. Folks, you see, what, what we just witnessed there is that when Duke sees a fight uh, on the street, he is a pussy and a coward, and he walks away. I use my... Uh, tools of diplomacy to actually break up the fight and potentially save somebody. So that's your difference. I am your president. Yeah. Well, I practice the art of isolationism, which is the true libertarian position I have. Yeah. If you see the Turks knifing someone, the best idea is to go the other way because you don't want any beef with those cockroaches. <laughs> all right, all right. That's, yeah, we, that, we do, that's fair, yeah. You just said we don't know the facts on the ground. Either that or it's like CIA manipulation. Um, provoked, you know, NATO does like provoking things and Turkey is in NATO. Uh, yeah. Ben says, uh, "Who better to drain the swamp than a toad?" Uh, I don't know, man. No, I don't know. To- Toads live in the swamp. What was that? Duke, what you got? Was that? Oh no, Duke. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Oh, I said toads live in the swamp. So why would he drain it? Yeah. That's, that's yeah, if anything, they they probably want a little bit more water around. Um, so I, I guess let's, let's go with the first question. This is going to be a big one first. The JQ. <laughs> are, are we going to banish all the jays from america or what are we going to do uh I, I guess uh toad go ahead uh since i think i gave duke the reins first mm, um <laughs> I, I i will not say that we will uh because uh i mean some some of the they jays, donate a lot of money they they have a lot of uh, a lot of the wealth uh some some of the jays uh are um like libertarian, some of the best libertarian philosophers. So I wouldn't got, wouldn't want to get rid of those. Wouldn't technically want to uh, violate the NAP. Although I will say that probably, you know, just based on uh, the proportion of them who are in positions of power, if we were to actually get rid of them, I think we would probably be better off. I will say that. So what you're saying is my statement about, we could probably use a little bit more anti-Semitism in Congress. You think that stands true? Oh yeah, uh, we should uh, <laughs> we, we we should uh, we should go the McCarthy route, but instead of uh, you know out, outing communists, we should be outing the Jays. But the, <laughs> the problem with that is that it's like most of Congress, though. Uh, <laughs> you just gotta look for the curl of the nose, right? Yeah, that's right. You got you Dude. got the hook. Oh shit, you're out. You're you're getting the hook now. <laughs> so my turn. Um, actually, I think that. 
Israel is our greatest ally, and <laughs> I would be waiting for all that APAC money to help boost me in this uh, presidential election. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to out any of the Jays. We need to let the Jays continue to grow as much as possible. Wow. <laughs> uh, he's doing that thing. Politician. Yeah, he, he's doing that thing. It's, isn't it called, what, uh, cat whistling? No, 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 dog whistling. Dog whistling, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Bagel yeah. whistling. Well, as a um, an, the emo caucus representative, one of my uh, policies is to actually uh, tear gas the country of Israel to make them cry. <laughs> cry, cry for the Palestinians. And make all the Israel homes. emo again. Yeah, they, they should have ah. tears for the Palestinians for what they're doing. Yeah. Well, how tolerant do you think Israel is of uh, the uh, of the emo music? I, I feel like they probably have like a lively nightlife. But like if you're not, a G, you know, a J, then you might not get in. Yeah, but they're listening to all that fucking um, what's that J music <laughs> called the, uh, the 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 klezmer music or whatever it is. That's what the dude. No it's idea. a fun time though. It's a, it's really danceable music. You can get in there. Uh, yeah, they are always dancing and bouncing around. You know, they dance when there's weddings. They dance when there's buildings falling down. It's really <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. Uh, man. <laughs> ben, make it Israel emo again. I think I can get behind well, that. Well, it made total sense because that was uh, a, a bar mitzvah for the Twin Towers. So that's why they were dancing. <laughs> Jesus. You know, so my wife... mitzvah for Building 7? Or was it... <laughs> I don't know. I, building 7 wasn't a... I don't know. Was Building 7 a clit? <laughs> Do they circumcise the clit? <laughs> Um, one of the weirdest things that ever happened to me, my wife and I were up in New York about a month ago to uh, meet Kelly Clarkson and I was in the world trade center and literally these couple of guys came up to me and they said, are you, are you a J? And I said, no, I'm, I'm not. And then they didn't in say New anything York? to me afterwards. Yeah. In New York, literally in the world trade center. Like, like no, you dude. are. <laughs> he literally came up to me like serious, a heart attack. Are you? And I'm like, no. It didn't say anything and just walked away. I'm like, that might have been one of the fucking weirdest experiences of my entire life. Well, it clearly wasn't one of those black Hebrew Israelites because they will never leave you alone. <laughs> That's true. I, I can't say I've seen them. I was watching a uh, podcast oh. today and they were saying something about uh, like this rapid and huge increase in anti-Semitism. I'm like, man, you know, I, I, I almost wish I could see it because uh, seeing all the money we send to Israel and how much we uh, – you know, kind of turn a blind eye to what they do. I, I think yeah. we really could use a few people that really don't like the Jays and the people who don't like the Jays. Um, it's on a very, very superficial level. Like where are the, the, she said something about like right wingers saying that, Oh, they say they control the media, the banks and everything. But that's like two people, right? You have like mm-hmm. Ryan Dawson and maybe yeah. Pete Quinones who, who will talk about stuff like that. And I'm not saying that, you know, they, they say there's like some yeah. big J conspiracy, but you know what I'm referring to, but like who on the right is actually like anti-Semitic. I, I have no idea. They, they said Ron DeSantis is anti-Semitic, which is one of the funniest fucking things I've heard. Well, yeah. it's obviously, it's one of those things. It's just like any other thing they throw at you, transphobe, yeah. anti-Semitic, bigot, right. whatever. It's just, yeah, exactly. it's a club to beat you with. I'm all of them though. Oh yeah, hmm? uh, yeah. The, I'm all of them. I'm all of the above. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Uh, the, the, talking to you, Kyle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I'm just circumcised, so people uh, mistake me for a Jew. Um, mm-hmm. I, the JQ should not be something that is uh, off limits. You should be able to discuss it. Yeah, you should be able to discuss anything. Okay, so like, maybe Ben. Time. Yeah, Ben has a good point. I need to hear Duke and Toad define real emo in order, in order for me to support them. All right, uh, Duke, you go ahead on this one, and then Toad. Uh, what is real emo um dance mops 
That's my answer. Ooh, that's that is that is a good answer. I, I'm I'm too autistic, so I was gonna say um, music that has like truly uh, emotional lyrics, or you know lyrics like uh, that are like almost like personal uh, confessions. Mm. Yeah, that, I mean that was a lot. Really, uh, you're really getting technical with this code. Uh, <laughs> I can honestly say, like, I've never spent more than like maybe 30 seconds listening to any emo music. So all I know is that they. <laughs> Cry or scream or cut themselves. That's really the only things I'm all aware three, of. actually. <laughs> yeah, that was at the same time. <laughs> I, I, I was I was an emo kid, and as uh, part of my platform states, uh, back then uh, when we were you know like possibly confused teenagers, you know kind of depressed mm -hmm. teenagers, that's what we would do. We would listen to emo music, help ourselves get through the days. We would not chop our dicks off, and so I mo one of my aims is to eliminate transgenderism through going back to that uh, state of affairs and listening to emo. Mm. So they would just cut their wrists instead of cutting their balls off. Exactly, it's a lot better. I mean, that would solve but, but, a lot of problems. But not cutting their wrists to uh, form a uh, fake penis for the woman. Oh, no skin grafts. No, right, no, exactly. No. Well, see where you went. Uh, no, no weenuses. Yeah, gotcha. see where you went emo. I went wigger. So uh, yeah, weed, weedus. Listen yeah. to weedus, but no weenuses. <laughs> So it was all about uh, what was it? Sweatpants and dreadlocks back in the '90s, like uh, some of the '90s hardcore uh, basketball jerseys. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that yeah, that was more yeah, like I don't, I don't know yeah with the dreadlocks and stuff. That was more like wigger shit, right? Mm. Yeah, the wigger oh, yeah. shit for sure. That yeah, me. that was me when I actually had hair. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're getting there, Kyle. Okay. No, I'm yeah, slowly I mean, coming there. Yeah, you're, slowly you're, but surely. Yeah, you're eventually going to be uh, one of us here. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. My wife keeps yeah. telling me, "Oh no, you can't shave it. You look too old." I'm like, "Come on, I think I got a good shaped head. It'll all be yeah. all right." Hey, what is she going to leave you now that you think you're too old? Like, no, no, for she... the younger model. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were talking about doing that the other day, so maybe she can do the same thing, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know, all uh, things considered equal. <laughs> all right so uh policy on ukraine um I, I have an idea here but i want to hear you guys first um as grotesque as possible uh i, I guess i'll let a uh, toad go first uh what is the policy on ukraine i call my policy cry me a river because uh, i want uh the uh people who support ukraine to be in tears and crying over what my policy is which is <laughs> to remove the U.S. from NATO and remove all U.S. troops and all foreign aid and military aid from Ukraine and get the fuck out of there. Mm -hmm. That's the policy. Mm -hmm. Well, Toad, uh, we're pretty close on that. Uh, I, too, would like to end all foreign aid to NATO, Same. to Ukraine. I want to pull all troops out of Europe, actually, not just Ukraine. Uh, I would agree as well. Yeah. At the border, northern border, not the southern border, and we got to keep those uh, maple suckers out of this country. That's more important than the Russians going into Ukraine. Uh, I, I would say uh, that there might be a use uh, for troops in Europe to uh, keep the Middle Eastern refugees from getting in there and raping all the women. Okay, well, what it hasn't been working at all, Toad. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh. If, we, if we're going to stop that, we need to import more Turks. So what are we gonna? Oh, yeah, what what are we gonna do about all the uh, OnlyFans Ukraine women? That's a, a very very pertinent and a very very important question. Duke, you gotta take this one first. The the OnlyFans Ukraine women are they there for moral support? Uh, what what should we do about them? Should we 
liberate them to come, uh, you know, work in America? Or, you know, what, what are we going to do? My policy for that is it's twofold. We need to bring all those women here and we need to give them to all of the virgins in the Libertarian Party so that they can actually get some pussy for once and not be as autistic. And maybe this party will have a chance of surviving. Gotcha. Totally. I, I love that. Uh, well, I love Ukrainian women. And uh, as a connoisseur of women, I know that Ukrainians have some of the best titties that are out there. Oh. I want to save these women. And what I would do is uh, hop in a sponsorship type program, kind of similar to what Duke is saying, but I would set it up such that uh, lonely libertarian men would actually be the hosts of these women and have them come over that way. And then I'd be able to get one of them as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> at least one of them are, are we gonna have a bunch of uh ukrainian dreamers then is what you're saying oh yeah, yeah. oh the, it's, it's, it's gonna be a ukrainian wet dream <laughs> oh man i've seen that movie have you <laughs> yeah <laughs> right right after i watched serbian film oh my god oh shit you've seen serbian film yeah. Uh, you're like one of like three people I know that actually seen that, man. That is some fucked up. You can up blame uh, blame Jesse Bennett for that one. <laughs> All right, so what are we to do about uh Sam Bakeman Freed? Ooh. Hmm. Um public execution. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> right. I I I can get down with this. The source only fans ever. Yeah, big big hands. Oh yeah, the worst only fans. Yeah, big hands, no shirts. Yeah, there you go, just for you. Uh, you can feel free to join us if you want. Uh, what what should we do? With, what, what should we do with Sam Bankman Freed? Uh, where where yeah. is he? Right, where is he right now? Is he in prison? I oh, think he. he least, all yeah. charges were just dropped on him. Mm. So he's so he's not in prison. He's he is free. not. Uh, well, I think he should, he should at least be in prison and probably be, you know, getting ass raped because, uh, he, he's definitely, he's a big pussy. So if he's in prison, he's going to be getting gang banged quite a bit. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm down for that. I don't know if I'd, I'd go as extreme as Duke because if we execute him, then we don't have all the laughs from how hilariously right. bad this guy is. And, uh, I mean, him being out maybe isn't really that bad either because at least it's going to still... Be hilarious he's ruined his reputation so he's not i don't think he's gonna be able to screw any people over anymore and he might wind up with like some really hideous chick yet again and we can just make fun of him for that why not yeah. he's into that kind of thing toad he's into the hideous chicks you know and now he has all that money and he can just run back off good and good he, he he can have them he, wants. he can have them all i got all the hot ukrainians mm. so this might be a little bit of an important question toad what about the uh, sheath underwear sheath um I'm actually I'm actually not wearing them right now, but uh, I, yeah, well, I'm. Uh, it's a laundry day. I I have several pairs of sheath. Just go, go uh, dude. If you want to see them, just go on uh, go on Twitter. I've posted at least like five pictures of, of me modeling sheath. Mm -hmm. I I like the sheath underwear. However, I will say that uh, I'm a man of weird proportions. You can decide what you think that means, but uh, certain underwear that is meant to be like really specific and where everything is uh, needing to be placed doesn't totally fit me correctly. Gosh. So I, so I, I will do. say that even, even though I like their product. Mm, yeah. So uh, my lacunas is Ukrainian. I didn't know that. She well, is. That's true. That, well, that's a wood. That's a wood. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I, uh, my I have one. underwear is that I am the founding member of the Libertarian Party Free Ball Caucus. So that probably leaves, leads you to know exactly where I'm going. But as for sheath, I tried them once. Too tight on the nuts. Too tight on the nuts. Uh, if, if, if you can see over here, this is um, 
uh, Duluth uh, armachillo underwear. It's uh, <laughs> it's a similar uh, like material to mm -hmm. uh, to the sheath, but it's like it's got like a cooling ability. So mm. you know, it's a hot no, day out. I'm, I'm just wearing my like American flag shorts. Yeah. You know, five inches. <laughs> it's it's gonna it's gonna cool down your nutsack. Yeah, no, those are the only uh, the only ones that matter. All right, uh, so now what about uh, let's move on to Taiwan, China. What are we going to do about uh, Taiwan or, you know, what, what's China. going on there? Yeah. Well, yeah, little China. Well, wow. yeah. The, the fact that you called it Taiwan, China is quite accurate because, <laughs> because, because it is part of China. Uh, the U.S. should not get involved. They should not be posturing. I think this could be a lot worse than the Air Russia situation. You oh, see cool. the U.S. like kind of like escalating, at least uh, in the narrative, escalating this and looking like they, they do want some sort of conflict with china that should not happen at all whatsoever um you know uh, it's not it's not our business fuck that even though taiwan is the uh, birthplace of general gao uh i think we have enough uh people that know how to make it over here that i'll be fine mm -hmm. yeah no uh taiwan you need to leave that alone you need to uh stop sending them aid or weapons all the money they can figure out a way to get the microprocessors or chips or whatever bullshit they're trying to bring up that we need to help them from not getting invaded. Uh, I believe in uh, supporting our actual strongest ally, Japan, and helping them go back to the way they were back in the 20s and the 30s and let them take on China all by themselves. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Well, okay, so, well, and, and this is going to follow a similar suit as the Ukrainian era. What about all the uh, Taiwanese women? Because I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of them have the surgery to get their eyes a little bit, like, more oh, wide I open. Thought, I thought you were going a different skin. direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, women? Thailand, <laughs> that's Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Actually, a lot yeah. of Koreans do that, too. It's a way mm. of showing have money. Uh, okay. That's mm -hmm. bizarre. I, I am... I'm, I'm at, like, unlike a lot of men, I don't have like a specific, uh, like love for Asian women. Mm -hmm. they they don't give good blowjobs in case you're wondering. They're, they're, mm. they're too submissive for me, which is, I, this is probably why I have problems as well. Even though I am a, like, I am a Dom, but I like women that like push back on me a lot. Mm. So. I, I think you're just very confused. Toad. What can I say? Oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> no. All right, uh, Brandy has a really, really good question here. Do you believe women's suffrage was a terrible mistake? Oh, this is this is a great one. I really like this question. Guys, go ahead. <laughs> uh, only, only because it led to everything else. So, yes, mm. it was a mistake. The slippery slope. The slippery slope. Mm. We know the slippery slope is real, and that was the slipperiest of the slopes. Yeah. Toad, are you going to dog your VP? Uh, she's just asking a question and, uh, she's, she's asking it based on a, a political quiz that all three of us, uh, took, uh, a little yeah. while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, I was like, Hey, check out this question. <laughs> well, because, uh, well, uh, Brandy and I definitely make jokes about this and mm -hmm. let's just say that I have her as my VP to be a constant reminder of why the 19th was such a major mistake. Uh, we know that women uh, tend to vote way more emotionally than men do. They vote for mm. more authoritarianism than men do. This is just a fact. This is a biology, baby. Um, you know, no, nobody actually has the right to vote. There's no such thing. But uh, taking it away from women would actually be an improvement. 
Yeah. Well, my personally, I think we should take it away from as many people as possible. I'm yeah. all for getting yes. back to just landowners being able to vote. I mean, yeah. they don't have to be white. They can be any color, but they just need to own some land. So I'm fine with giving up my uh, vote right now because I sold my house earlier this year. So I'm fine. <laughs> I don't need to vote. Voting is gay. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I see. And my and my lady right here, my good, beautiful lady right here agrees with us. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she's got the, the right idea. All right. So um, the, the big push now as of lately, and I know this because I'm an automotive technician, um, is electric vehicles by 2030. Um, <laughs> they're, they're pretty interesting. And I've driven the Cadillac Lyric and it's, it's fucking impressive. But, um, you know, regardless, the idea that every, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry is going to be able to afford um, a, you know, $64,000 electric Cadillac or $40,000 electric Tesla, it seems a little bit silly to me. So, uh, Duke, you go ahead and go first on your idea on electrics and then, Toad, I'll throw it over to you. Um, well, my idea on electrics is we need to cut all subsidies towards these vehicles. Uh, you take away all regulations on all vehicles let people build what they're going to build. They're going to build the most efficient vehicle possible. Um, there's no reason to push this 2030 thing. It's all part of the fucking great reset. They're trying to push. Um, they try to, the right people have the money tied up in all these batteries. That's the only reason they're pushing it. Uh, it's complete and total nonsense. They just want less people to drive. They want, you know, people to have no money. So no, we don't need to be pushing for electric vehicles. Our electric vehicles good. Teslas are awesome. I've driven Tesla. One of my best friends has a Tesla. But, I mean, you're not going to be able to fix it. You're going to be out of business, Kyle, if they freaking do that. But that's actually where they're trying to go with all vehicles, I think. Um, mm -hmm. Basically, they want it so that no one can work on their own cars. No one can get their own parts. It's going to be very specific. And, you know, that's complete horseshit. You need to get away from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, electric vehicles, first of all, are for pussies. And, you, 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 <laughs> dude, you need that, that fucking, you need that fuel, man, that fucking muscle that you got there. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm driving a fucking Bronco because I'm a man. Um, the, and, and you said uh, Cadillac's new fucking electric vehicle is called Lyric, which is like a female, like Muse or something. Such, <laughs> such, such a fucking bitch name, man. They used, they used to have awesome names like El Dorado, yeah. like the lost city of gold. Now, fucking Lyric, yeah, no thanks. I'm not driving a bitch car. What Duke, what Duke said is all accurate. It's part of uh, Agenda 2030. This is all mm. wrapped into like the climate agenda, which we see them pushing this climate agenda now. This is all part of that shit. It is part of them wanting to remove vehicles from people as much as they can. They don't want people to be able to move around. They want people to be stuck, especially in cities. And you see now they're mm. like getting rid of roads in cities, like in Boston here. They really do not want people driving at all. They want you mm. trapped in their cities and basically a slave and i will say that uh thomas massey has uh, made some good points about this yes uh the facts that uh like this is not even feasible at all with the technology that we have right now or that we'll have by 2030 as well like i think even if you were to let the free market like do what it's going to do which mm -hmm. is the right uh answer here um which is also that's not going to be happening um you are going to require so much 
electricity, so much power to power these vehicles. I think what Massey had said was that it's like the equivalent of having to run, I think, like 30 refrigerators to power two vehicles in a household or something. It's absolutely insane. Nobody has that amount of power. And we're already seeing like power shortages because the government is in control of that, especially in California and all this shit. This is going to make that even worse. People are going to be without power to even more of a degree if this happens. And it is... Like people, people are actually going to die as a result of this policy. Like it's fucking serious. They, there was, oh God, I'm drawing a blank on it, but there was an article that was posted like the last couple of days and I can't remember where it was, but they have rolling blackouts. And basically the article was saying how the rolling blackouts were good for the environment and how it's like, foot lines are good too. Yeah. I mean, so like. Listen, I, I'm going to have rolling blackouts, but it's kicking black people out of my neighborhoods to, 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 low, to lower the amount of crime. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. They're going to fucking pull this one. Um, I, I'll do a shameless plug here. I did do a podcast on hybrids. I think it was episode 67 on green energy and efficiency where I covered um, a lot of these topics in depth because it's been something that I've obviously researched quite a decent bit being a uh, automotive tech. And I mean, I've, I've gone to Detroit to be trained on hybrid vehicles and they're cool. But um, I, I just think there's no like we are nowhere near the feasibility point of being able to drive electrics or autonomous vehicles every single day. Like um, some of the new Cadillacs have what's called Super Cruise. They literally have a camera that looks at you right at the steer or like right on top of the steering wheel, which is kind of weird. And it yeah. says it records you constantly. So think about yeah. that when you're thinking about autonomous vehicles. Um, and what it actually does is like it watches your face to see if your head's not facing that camera mm-hmm. to determine whether or not you're distracted when you're driving or not. Yeah. Um, and as it stands right now, even on like a main highway in Greensburg, Pennsylvania, they still don't have some of that highway mapped out just to kind of let everybody know, like we are nowhere near being ready for autonomous vehicles. And even, I want to say it was probably about, Five or six years ago, they had an autonomous Cadillac at the last shop that I worked at as an Escalade. And every single motherfucking panel on that vehicle was dented, scratched, danged, you name it. That thing was beat to piss and back. But yeah, we're supposed to believe that the, the fucking automation is going to come get take our jobs. Maybe in like 100 years. And then even then, you're still not going to take a driver out of a vehicle because who's going to be accountable? Um, who are you going to sue when shit goes wrong? And then not every single camera that you put on a vehicle is always going to be 100% functioning. There's always going to be a you know modicum of error. And yeah. where that error is, is going to be entirely dependent on whether or not you have a driver in the vehicle. Because if there's a driver in there, you can hold them accountable. If there isn't, then, you know, once again, what do you do? Pile on the insurance company, the company that owns the vehicle. There's just way too many variables and it's not going to fucking work. So that's my uh, rant on that. Yeah, and one of the other like terrifying things about the automation is that uh, like it's gonna you're gonna have vehicles that are connected to the internet, which like mine already is actually because it's one of the new yeah. uh, Broncos. So I can like remote start it mm. from anywhere. Yep. That I have an internet connection, which is kind of terrifying because the government can just start like disabling your vehicle. They can do whatever mm-hmm. they want with it. Basically, they can hack. Yeah. People can hack into it. You know, that's. Mostly it's the government aspect of it that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, well, for like most vehicles that have this kind of remote start, typically they have what's called, I think it's a serial data gateway module, at least is what uh, General Motors calls it. And basically this is a module s- strictly for security of the vehicle to make sure that like outside people don't get in. Am I saying it's impossible? No. Mm-hmm. Is it likely? It's like that much. But once again, when we start talking about ESG and kind of getting down to that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. all right, well, now I would – 
say that there's probably a high likelihood that the government's going to find a way to get in there and say, hey, if you don't meet our certain climate goals, then we're going to shut off your vehicle. I mean, we have state inspections and emission inspections in a lot of different states here in Pennsylvania. Um, you have to, if you drive under 5,000 miles, you get your vehicle emissions exempted. But like if you live in certain counties here, you have to take an emissions test every single year. So um, there's going to be, you know, a little bit of nuance here. I like Brandy's comment. Are we talking about yeah. motor boating? I- I'm mm. very, very much so in favor. Yeah, I am yeah. now. I'm talking well, about it now. <laughs> no, but this uh, also this kind of brings up another uh, point, like the whole public-private and what private companies can do. Because a lot of these insurance companies now have you try to download these apps where it tells you exactly yeah. where you are at every moment, where you're yep. stopping at these stoplights or doing all these things. And I opt out every single time. That's do you really want like do I want USAA tracking every single thing that I do while I'm driving down the road? Mm. Absolutely fucking not. Because nah. then they continue for any little infraction, and that's also, you know, when are they going to pass that on to the government? Because yeah, yeah. Um, so Ben had a good question here. Uh, you're trapped in a room with Mike Termont. <laughs> Which one of you would be the I first have. to be arrested, and what would be the charge? Uh, Toad, you go ahead, go first, and then we'll get throw it over to Duke. <laughs> is there somebody else like involved here? What's gonna is, or is somebody calling the cops? Uh, I, I would I would uh, I would perform a uh, citizen's arrest on Mike Termot for uh, for just being fucking gay, basically. Well, as one of the people that has actually been trapped in a room with Mike Termot um, down here in Florida, what would he arrest me for? Uh, possession well he is a cop so. <laughs> he was cop for a long time um mm-hmm. i know dave casey's big thing was like have you ever had a private sector job and he has not so i don't know he would probably arrest us for being too rowdy and uh not being a boring piece of shit yeah well <laughs> because uh his uh, his boredom would be boring me to death which is actually an act of aggression he is trying to kill me with his boredom then that's how i can uh, justify a citizen's arrest of him so that's what i would do <laughs> well, I, and to be honest this whole mike termot thing this goes way back uh down here in florida because he was running for congress for a while and after he was running for the seat and then he failed miserably um he decided well i'm gonna run for president and he announced on the podcast that i did with uh, josh halaka uh the chairman of the LTF down here. Was oh, that how it's and pronounced? I, <laughs> ha, ha, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hello, guys. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I said, "Why the fuck are you running for president?" And no one knows who you are. I mean, yeah, you worked in the Bush administration, so that's definitely something working for you in the Libertarian Party. But you were a sheriff at some, and you're—I mean, you're a police officer in the state of Florida. You have to have police experience to. And it's like, well. We know that sheriff is like the first line of defense. They're a constitutionally designated office. They can nullify different things. And you would think that running him as a sheriff would be a whole lot better and actually potentially win and have the libertarian in power. But no, he's running for president. Some Danny project go and say at the next convention that, hey, you can pay me to speak here because I ran for president and was a presidential nominee one time. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. 
Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That's the reason that any of these guys are fucking running for president. It's so that they can go and have their back slapped and say, oh, you tried, you did a good job, boy. You got 100,000 votes. So come on down here and we'll pay you $10,000 to speak to a room full of autists. It's so fucking gay, man. Like, if you were under any, like, sort of delusion that you can actually, like, win the presidency, yeah. you're out of your mind and you're not votable in my mind. Like, you have to be realistic. People like people that are being real with them anyway. Right. Be real about this. We're not going to win the presidency. No. So this is, uh, the reason for doing this is spreading the message, essentially. Well, right. that's what the whole thing was with this whole LPMC takeover. And look, I'll, I'll be honest. I've met Mike a bunch of times. He's a nice guy one-on-one, but that's, that doesn't cut it anymore. That doesn't cut it anymore. That's what everyone says. Oh, he's a nice guy. He's trying so hard. He's so nice. Well, fuck all that. You're running for president. We don't need nice guys to run for president. This is the participation trophy party right now. Dude, right. Man, tr- Trump won, man. Like, I, I, I want an asshole. <laughs> well, see, and, and this is the thing. This, this is why you're seeing DeSantis get his ass beat by Trump because DeSantis objectively has done way more good for his people than Trump ever mm-hmm. did. For right? Florida, and all, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And then not only that, he's also been able to competently hire and fire people. Trump, he's good at nothing. He's good at like shit posting and marketing. getting people to laugh and marketing. marketing. Exactly. Well, yeah, that, he's, that is he's, what he's good yeah, at. Yeah, he's yeah. 100% brand. DeSantis yeah. isn't. He doesn't have that same brand. So, of mm-hmm. course, people are, are like dunking on DeSantis. I'm like, it, it's just so funny to see because you like, yeah. if you objectively look at it, you would think, oh, DeSantis is the choice, clearly. I mean, it, unless you're thinking about foreign policy, but like if you're looking at domestic Ooh, policy, yeah. yeah, yeah. DeSantis is like the clear choice for yeah. domestic policy because he can execute. He's not a dummy. Trump's yeah. a fucking retard, but Trump has branded himself as the guy, as the vengeance to voters. Although, like I, uh, Dave tweeted out something today and I tweeted back to him. I said, yeah, I, I think there's a chance that Trump's going to win, but it's going to be another four years of basically him bitching that the deep state that he appointed fucked his wife. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'd like to fuck his wife. 
If we're talking about if we're talking about Milan, not my type. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we, we just we discussed it on Tower Gang last night, actually, and she was <laughs> she she was not the fuck in the uh, fuck Mary Kill. Let's put it that way. Um, but Trump doesn't even have to do much to just own DeSantis. Like he already he's ran to sanctimonious. He just calls him that, and it's like over already. Look at how short he is. I'm way taller than Ron DeSanctimonious over here. <laughs> Look at Ron, Ron Meatball there. Well, Trump, Trump is the perfect example of why democracy is stupid and how most people are— That's why I love him. <laughs> yeah, no, because look how loyal. Look how loyal these boomers are. Love him. That know that they can just grift off them all they want, but no matter what, it doesn't matter. Oh, he appointed Ray. He appointed. It wasn't his fault. They they undercut him. Yeah. Oh, he didn't know any worse. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. the thing that uh, I was telling you today, Kyle, where he was uh, campaigning for Blake Masters, ninety nine percent of the money that was donated him. They don't care. They're like, oh well, he, he still got one percent. Trump was bringing in all his money. They do not care, and they will always vote for him. Uh, that's why I really can't stand like people like Jack Posobiec and stuff. It's like they know better. These guys, yeah, that's they're little cool. neocons, but they suck that so hard because they would be nothing without him yeah it's a bit crazy because you know i mean trump uh he started the state of emergency that was the like the reason why the lockdowns happened essentially didn't fire fauci hired you know a bunch of bad uh, foreign policy people around him john bolton a bunch of guys like that pompeo. Uh, yeah pompeo yeah. yeah all that shit um and he did not do anything for his own people who were uh, unjustly a- arrested uh, for j6 so, you know, part, part of my other uh, campaign platforms are to free all of the J6ers. That's a big one yeah. because they have been arrested for no good reason whatsoever. They walked into a fucking building and they were really, they're trying to do the right thing. They're fed up with the fucking lockdowns with the COVID regime. That's what these people are all about. They should all be freed. These are uh, like uh-huh. great Americans, I would say, essentially. And uh, the other part of uh, what, I, uh, what I'm going for here is to lock up all of the lockdowners and I, I might include trump in that fauci fuck him uh governors to gitmo as uh, jeremy kaufman likes to say i'm taking his uh his lead on that one all the lockdown governors i don't know if i'd spare DeSantis. he locked down for like a month maybe i'll spare him because he was better than everybody else put him on much. probation yeah uh, christy oh. gnome is spared because she didn't lock down and she's fucking hot so <laughs> hit me up christy <laughs> Also, have your daughter hit me up. Let's see if we can get a mother-daughter thing going on. Oh. <laughs> That's one thing I love about you, Tony. You're a very ambitious man. Yeah, you miss 100 percent of shots you don't take. To be completely That's right, fair, I'm taking it. Yeah. No. I mean, J. Forte said, "Tits out for Toad, man. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring that up. I love yeah. tits. Let's go. Yeah, I'm, I'm a mean, tits this, guy too. This is probably my, one them. of my least libertarian things. Is like, yeah, you guys want to lock people up. I, I am very much in favor of bringing back the public gallows you know, and uh, letting people who actually were harmed by these policies determine how slowly they bring the rope up. If they let them down a little bit, bring them back up. I, mean, <laughs> I think it's I think it's justice. I think that is justice. <laughs> yeah, the, the one story I always uh, think about is um, there was a church area actually not too far away from here, and they were just the nicest people in the world that ran it. And uh, their business had to shut down in like April or May of 2020. I see uh, fucking Duke smiling over there, but yeah, basically, like to, to see Governor Wolf, former Governor Wolf, uh, you know, on, on a stool and, and you know, the, the news kind of tightened around his neck. I, 
I, I think I could watch that. I think I could watch and sincerely be entertained. And people can call you a sadist, but uh, you know, if you can't be entertained at the people who ruined your lives for a year, year and a half, two years, then uh, I think there's probably something wrong with you. We have every right to be angry about, um, I mean, you know, what they are blood. So, I mean, we say it all the time. They are blood soaked yeah. monsters. You know, lives are on well, on their hands in many different ways. And no, like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, actually, because that's what happens yeah. uh, basically to me when I motorboat some big titties. You know, it feels like I'm getting <laughs> getting smacked between two cabbages. Let's go. Yeah, well, you know what? Jay Forte had a, a good point here. Uh, Admiral Levine. Yeah, Valine, or Levine was here in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and she was very, very proud. Well, he. She? He was, oh, yeah, yeah Rachel yeah. Levine. Yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> about him. Yeah. yeah what, and, was, um, what was his name beforehand? Was it Rob or some shit? I don't even know. He's, Rich, he's... I, I think it was Richard. I I honestly think it was Dick Levine. Yeah, Dick, yeah, Dick, Dick. Levine. Now. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the most hilarious thing is that his name is uh, the thing that he can never get rid of. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you, if you can say it's formerly Dick Levine. I think you could still probably say Dick Levine and be it's all right. Dick, uh, Dick removed Levine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that dude is not that committed. Oh, nah. No, no, he is not. He's uh, he's from Massachusetts originally too. So uh, oh, okay. we're we're, we're where all the commies come from. Yeah, we're creating all. some great people up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, unfortunately, it's Jesus just Christ. it's just me and my VP, man. We're the only mm -hmm. we're the only two. We're gotcha. the dissidents. So yeah, don't so let that woman get her hooks in you, man. She is very dangerous. After yeah. going for their birth dates and their times and shit, she's trying to put spells on. Them. Well, Duke, I, you, Kyle. Duke, I, I was gonna she ask got you. Me. I was gonna ask you about that because, uh, well, I, I agree with you on like virtually like every policy. Probably, I think we're we're very much in line there. But uh, the yeah. one thing I was uh, gonna ask is, uh, what is your birthday? Because I'm not sure that you're old enough to run for president, sir. Me? Yeah, <laughs> I am 35. <laughs> ah, you're just making the cut. All right, all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in May I turn 35. Okay. Uh, you're not going to get a day. You're not going to get a time, Brandy. Get over it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what, what are we going to do about the border crisis, Duke? You got to go first. All right. Well, this is another place where I am not libertarian. Uh, I am not open borders uh, at all. Not. At all. Uh, I think if we're going to have our money stolen from us, from the government, and there's going to be a nation state, we should at least, you know, kind of like the Dave Smith thing, like no homeless people in the park. You know, people shouldn't just be allowed to come on in and do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, can't break the laws, even though the laws are gay. Uh, that's kind of where I am. Uh, I'm all for building the wall. I'm all for building the moat. I'm all for filling it with alligators. Uh, put them sentry guns on top. You know, you got to do what you got to do. You know, you got to deter people from yeah. coming in. We're going to do like an IDF style uh, wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The snipers. You know, all the kids throwing the rocks, they got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sniper, snipers to the balls uh toad yeah, your I position mean, I, on the border yeah i mean the rio grande is uh is kind of a moat for it already like the u.s is kind of surrounded on three sides by or almost three sides i guess by by moat uh i, I maybe i'll take like a slightly different approach uh, from duke here but i'm also nowhere close to an open borders guy I fight with the open border faggots all the time i think if i like how you emphasize that one if <laughs> Faggots! If if we are if if we are to have a uh, if we are to have a government who uh, is you know in control of the border, which open borders is still the government being in control of who's coming in and who isn't, and it's everybody being let in by them. It's the government's uh, policy, actively. Right. I would I would want something that more closely resembles uh, what like private borders would look like, and that would involve 
letting far fewer people in. So I think that mm -hmm. that would be the goal. I, I don't know how they would like be doing these checks or whatever, but I think uh, you know it, it is appropriate to not let people in and send a lot of people back home. I, I'm not for like caging people and shit like no, that. No. Mm -hmm. And I mean, on a serious note, if I'm all in a perfect, in a perfect world, I would go back to more of a, say, like we said, an the Ellis Island, Island style, yeah, um, yeah, certain quotas and everything. But I would say that you have to come in through a port of call. If you do not come in through a port of call and you cross the border, wherever you are banned, completely from ever entering this country again yeah listen okay so who's gonna clean who's gonna clean the houses then listen you, you, you you're the woman clean the yeah you're you're, you're the woman <laughs> you're the woman that's your job uh i do it right now as a as a single man i'm not offering to clean brandies but i do have to clean my own so um maybe maybe yeah. i'll hire I'll, I'll turn her into my maid that's what i'll do and honestly the VP I, I will be the maid too. too and the toilets uh i am not allowed to let cd clean the toilets that's like one of our arrangements so yeah, I'll, which is I'll gladly do it. Yeah, which is something I have to do after I fucking annihilated mine after that after that after much, that whole log. Too much man. Inshallah, um, man. Now, what you were uh, referring to with the Ellis Island style, and it would be uh, an improvement, is that we are we are only going to let people in who are coming from Europe, uh, specifically the Ukrainian women. It's it's got to be European women who have nice titties. We'll bring them in. Do the OnlyFans models kind of get like a uh, expedited shipping? Uh, mm. Ooh. I mean, Amazon could probably get them here in like two days, right? <laughs> oh, a Amazon. I, I get mine through Wayfair and nobody even knows about it. Oh, uh, <laughs> you get those knockoff Ukrainians. They're really Romanians is what he's saying. Yeah, it might have a lopsided oh, tit oh, or two. Damn. Oh, is, is, is that why their, their tits are a little bit mangled up? Uh, missing some fingers and teeth. Yeah, mm. that's why. That's, that's why their names end in you. Yeah, mm. Tyler came in to show his uh, support for Toad. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> some dude show yeah some some dude shouting me yeah that's that's what i'm into man i i i hire gay men to come over all the time and uh yeah and give me cleveland steamers <laughs> learning a lot about you tonight toad yeah all right so um what i'm are showing we gonna, my i'm yeah. showing my chest so this is the target man right right mm. here what are we gonna do about the groomers <laughs> which ones yeah. <laughs> what kind of are we talking about like dog groomers because they're pretty no, good. not not the dog groomers. The groomers in the schools. Oh, uh, who do you want to take this one first, there, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> you guys tell me. Go ahead, Toad. All right, I was going to say uh, the groomers. Well, there is a lot of overlap between the groomers and the Jays because there are a bunch. <laughs> there, there, there are a bunch of them in Hollywood, and it, it is a known fact. That <laughs> it, it uh, this is not not. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a known fact that Israel is one of the countries that percentage wise harbors the most pedophiles yeah, you can look it up they do true they do yeah. i'm not i'm not saying anything but you know we we, we can question this it's more of the jq or the the gq in this mm. case something about like a big old israeli like child uh trafficking ring that they're down in colombia basically they're like offering girls to come Oh, is that what that Somewhere. Sound of Freedom movie is about? I don't know. but uh, I don't know, but yeah, he was saying something. I, I barely read it. I skimmed through it, but he was saying some like, major trafficking in Colombia was run by just, yeah. like, gangs yeah. in Israel. 
Yeah, so, but yeah, I, the, the more, well, I don't even think it's a serious answer, but like ideally, yeah, what would we do about the groomers? Like it is absolutely true that uh, public school teachers are groomers. And even before like the insanity of today, they were still like grooming and indoctrinating children into loving the state. And now part of mm -hmm. that state worship also happens to be like, transgenderism and all this like really crazy like sex education and shit mm -hmm. I, at, at least we have to like start rolling that shit back we have to like do kind of you know the DeSantis approach in Florida we should be not teaching that shit in school not teaching CRT not teaching any you know the sex ed or anything like that this is definitely no. stuff that should be left to people that are close to the children the parents even though I don't have faith in a lot of parents at this point either but public no. schools no and then you know of course the ideal answer is completely abolish public schools uh we can at least uh and I think some of this started happening during uh, the lockdowns when people started seeing like how bad public schools really are and mm -hmm. public schools were shut down and you know just mm -hmm. everything was such shit that we're seeing like a growth in homeschooling i like that aspect of it like more homeschooling more private schooling all of that yeah and unfortunately even though you know homeschooling is the way it's like this shit is everywhere like you can yeah. you can't get away from it if you just go down the, to the yeah. library or go hang out at your friend's house it's as easy as that to get all this yeah. shit uh like the this is queer book and that new one where they're trying to teach them about consent like that whole book is just about teaching kids about consent so that they can't argue that they aren't able to consent that's the only reason why they're trying to do that you know it is completely sick and drawing cartoons and teaching kids how to scissor and how to have anal sex it's like there's yeah. no reason why these car books need to be anywhere near schools um absolutely need to remove that stuff from public schools abolish public schools if at all possible but private schools are just as bad you know we have a catholic school around here and i have friends yeah. of mine their kids attend there and they're always coming home talking about training shit too so, well i i like catholic schools because it just proves the point that gay men are pedophiles <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I went to catholic school for 11 years and the priests were always really good they gave me wine you know <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah i don't remember fun. what happened they're very friendly <laughs> I don't remember what after it happened after the wine. They told me it was the blood of Christ, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what are we going to do about gas prices? Everyone's always pissed off Whoa. about gas prices. Uh, Toad, you, you seem pretty or, uh, pretty amped up about this one, so I'll let you go first. Oh, well, because you said gas, I thought you were going in a completely different direction. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I keep cock-teeth you, dude. I'm sorry. No, I was no. like, man, I'm, right I'm, 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 just, I'm just talking about the J's in every answer here. What are we going to do? <laughs> Uh, what to do about gas prices? Okay, well, uh, you, you know, real quick, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you, but uh, if I had to choose between Upchurch and Hitler, I'm just saying the oven would still be warm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, I, mean, I really do not like Upchurch. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I think there, there are a couple of different, uh, I mean, there are a bunch of different factors in the gas price. I think probably the, the one that is the biggest is uh, just that it's rampant inflation, and this is mm -hmm. being caused by the Fed constantly creating more money out of nothing. So, you know, I mean, the libertarian answer is to end the Fed and completely get rid of it, but we need to somehow at least like speak to that and get more people you know aware of what's going on here and more aware of why this is actually happening why are you know because the gas prices are not high just because it's greedy corporations because they would have already made it high and then there are right. other things that you can do where there are like government policies that i'm sure are like restricting the supply of gas which is going to drive the prices up because you have like opec and shit like that and you have like you know uh 
gas uh, probably not being made available from all of the uh, places that actually produce it. So, you know, just in any way that you can, cutting government regulation and getting a freer market uh, in that area. Duke. I mean, Tovis has said uh, uh, everything that needs to be said. Uh, gas prices and why gas prices are high is not something that I am well-versed in. I just assume it's because there's not enough drilling. There's not enough ability for people to build new refineries. Yes, inflation is a major part of it. Ending the Fed is good. Of course, uh, we got to tie our currency to something like BRICS countries are trying to do uh, to try and tamp that down. But, you know, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen because once we lose that petrodollar, I'm talking about Saudi Arabia and everything, it's all that money is going to start coming back here and that inflation is going to go more. So I, I don't know. Cash prices are probably more of just an indicator of how fucked things are than something that can be fixed uh, easily with any kind of solution. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my thought on this always is, and I've actually written, um, when I was in college, I wrote a paper on this, but, uh, fracking in particular, when you think about, it, I think it's the Marcella shale bed, which is actually underneath mm-hmm. like toad not right now. Um, I believe it goes through like a lot of the Northern Eastern States here in the U S and, uh, there's plenty of technology out there and plenty of evidence now that fracking is safe and it does create a lot of jobs while paying jobs at that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of gas underneath that bed. And I really don't see a reason why we can't go for it. Like the fluid supposedly um, a lot of people worried about, like, let's say a contamination of the fluid whenever uh, the fracking is being done. And they were people worried that that fluid would get out because you're hydraulically fracturing that shale bed. Um, People worried that the fluid get out and get into the drinking water, but they've made the fluid now to the point that actually goes to the top of the water rather than staying at the bottom. And then they also have like different technologies to kind of detect where leaks are through like UV lights and stuff like that. If I remember, this correctly so like why don't we do that like and like a lot of people yeah. knocked by and reasonably so for raising gas prices but i think there are a combination of things and obviously like right. keystone pipeline is probably a small thing and then inflation all this other stuff um yeah. but like he was giving a lot of leases but then i'm sure that there were other things on the other end that um caused you know those leases not to go you know to yeah. actual gas into uh you know, into people's cars and shit like that. Now, like, like you said, I'm not a fucking expert on this shit, no, but now um, with fracking as well, isn't one of the big things that they talk about is since they are breaking that shell by pumping stuff down, there isn't like earthquakes or sinkholes and things of that nature. Another major concern from that. I, I don't know. That's just something I that no was ahead. But as long as they're not strip mining mountains, uh, I'm fine with doing it. Cause that's like, Look, yeah, I mean, conservationist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in that case, I would like leave it uh, to the people who actually know about that shit. And I would, uh, yeah. I would, I would remove uh, like the environmental regulations that are probably yeah. getting in the way of that. You know, yeah. let, let uh, the people who know how to do it, figure that out. Yeah. So and this is a good state by state yeah. thing. Yes. Yeah, so I know question like, is... in Florida, they wouldn't be like, people don't want drilling offshore. They don't want drilling around here in Florida because yeah. our beaches and our environment and our waterways are very much, a part of our economy and a part of our way of life down here. Now up in Pennsylvania, it's a shithole anyway. So it's like, no one cares if you're blowing <laughs> up things down there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to Toad, have you ever had your fluid bed fracked? Uh, what do you mean by that? Has, has somebody stabbed my water bed? <laughs> <laughs> you have a water um, bed? Well, listen, I, if, if Tyler is talking about, uh, you know, having my, uh, my asshole breached, 
that that has not happened, at least to my knowledge. I don't I don't know what might have happened at those at those gay bars when I was getting all those free drinks. But as far as I know, you know, I've I've that I have the tight butthole that saved Reno, that saved mm-hmm. the Reno reset. So I don't think it's ever uh, it's ever happened. And I, as I've brought up on Tower Gang, I also uh, make sure that I keep it that way because I uh, I manscape and my asshole gets pretty hairy and it starts looking like uh, you know. Uh, like a chick's like shower drain where you got like the porcelain and then that drain is just like fucking clogged with hair. That's what my asshole looks like. So I, have, I have to, yeah, no. sure. I, no. I have to manscape that shit. You want to avoid the dingleberries, whatever I got I fucking shave that shit. I shave it like almost all the way down and then it like starts growing back and my asshole turns into an iron maiden. So no, no, no dude is going to want to put his dick in that. So yeah, fair enough, man. I can imagine that's a lot that, of fucking friction. That's my, uh, homo like deterrent. A lot of work code. It is, and I, I, uh, I use the, uh, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 right now, which has a, a laser sight on it. So you can you know, you know, get your leg up there, get the, uh, the mirror going on, shine that laser right there into your butthole. There you go. Does it, does it warm you at all? The, uh... <laughs> no, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have any warming technology. I, I am about to uh, acquire a bidet, though, uh, uh. for free. So that's going to be awesome. I don't know, man. I don't know if Palumbo would. He seems like he likes skinny dudes, like real skinny, skinny dudes. Uh, Palumbo, Palumbo is also absolutely a bottom. He's the one taking mm-hmm. it in the butthole. So, mm. yeah. He probably takes it from Hannah Cox. Yeah. Dude, yeah, from Hannah's on. cock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's based. It's very based politics. So, what are we gonna do about the fats? I know there was a, a thing on Tower Gang about uh, you know, the G word, uh, the fats, and uh, what what was it? Uh, escalator walkers. That, yeah, um, escalator uh, standards. That 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 one yes. came from Reed because Reed was actually referring to um, the moving walkways in airports, especially like. The Denver airport is really egregious in this way where they have moving walkways that just make up like the entire like walkway. And you're trying to like make this mm-hmm. uh, plane, you know, make this flight. You're in a rush and people just kind of stand there right in the middle and you have no way of getting around them. So that's why we put them on there. But yeah, that was our, uh, our G word. I, I don't know how we want to describe this. Uh, G is in getting rid of a certain group yes. of people. We held a tournament for that. Uh, <laughs> Like uh, last year or so, I want to say a year and a half ago or so, and the fats made it to the finale against white women, and we held that finale as part of the crossover with Robbie the Fire's uh, summer porch tour kickoff that year at Top Lobster's house. And I don't even know if the um, video of that is even going to be released, so people might not even know uh, who actually wound up winning. Winning, I use that term loosely. It was actually not the fats; it was the white woman. I don't remember Duke. Were you at that? Because it was in Florida. No. No, I was supposed to go, and I had uh, something come up. Make uh, it yeah, we had we had a decent decent crew there, and we actually were able to have a representative from each of those groups of people come up and plead their case. And the uh, the fat was um, was John from um, what the fuck is his podcast name? He's a Florida guy. He's a fat. <laughs> mm, I wish no. I could remember his. Uh, uh, Something John, with John the Fat. I, so, I something with por- por- Porch Boys. I want to say is this podcast. Yeah, he uh, he's he's a funny dude, man. He should uh, he should have a bigger following. There, there's a, there's a certain phrase that I want to say, but I I can't say it on YouTube. <laughs> he uh, he. It, it has to do with porch. <laughs> yeah, he, exactly. he was hilarious, and we we absolutely agreed with him anyway. And we had uh, 
Ashton was there with Clint. She was pleading the other uh, white women's case, and she was actually making more of a case to get rid of the white women. So mm. it, it, she did not help their cause at all. And we went with the white women. Um, what was the question, though? <laughs> uh, uh, something about the facts. Um, my, my first of all, Ashton is a person. Judgment. You're cutting out. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. I'm out on the back porch right now. You got to get that pro uh, podcast set up, man. No, no. I'm. 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 Uh, Another reason why I am more now. presidential than this <laughs> ghetto motherfucker over here. Yeah. No, I'm a real man of the people, though, Steve. Uh, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, see, he turned that one around good. I, I, yeah. But no. Um. As for the fats, uh, I say that instead of giving these, you know, kids the wrong types of hormones. Uh, like giving boys estrogen and girls testosterone. I suggest we give everyone anabolic steroids when they turn 17 oh. years old uh, to get them all thick and juicy and get that muscle memory so that they are not able to uh, get fat. And if they are getting older and start slowing down, they'll have a heart attack. They'll die skinny. So it's a win-win for everyone. There, I, I endorse that. I endorse that platform right there. That's perfect. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, a lot, a lot of uh, my answer to this would actually be like, it's going to have to be like propaganda that winds up being like the inverse of what the government propaganda is right now, because the government is telling you all of the wrong things to do. They're, they're literally telling you like that. If you work out, you're a white supremacist shit like that. We need to say no, like this is all obvious shit though. You need to have a decent diet and you got to exercise. That's the main mm. thing. Like fucking do that. And the diet is a huge problem though, because like, Basically, all of the like more affordable, quick options for food that you can get is all mm. processed fucking uh -huh. bullshit, and so much of that food is so bad. And mm. I, you can you can take it from me, personal experience here. I, I lost forty five pounds in eight months in twenty seventeen, even though I have gained a little bit of it back. But I dropped from like one ninety, so I was almost two hundred. I dropped down under one fifty in eight months, and I went keto, and it was really just like a lot of it was cutting out processed sugar and processed carbs. Mm -hmm. So a way, a way to get that word out. Like you, you don't want to eat that much of that shit. If you move your diet more towards eating a, a high percentage of protein and fat, you will actually start burning yeah. more fat. So that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. I think Kyle might disagree with me on that. Cause I, I've seen him uh, posting. No, the no, food no. That he uh, eats, yeah. Kyle loves the seed oils and he loves the fake <laughs> sugars. That's what he loves yes. more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> get, no, get, get rid of, I, get rid of I, seed oils. No, no, I don't have any problem with uh, a higher protein or fat or anything like that. I actually think uh, if a lot of people did kind of follow that diet advice, generally they would be healthier if they kind of avoid like a lot of that added bullshit uh diet and exercise is what i think about when i hear toad for president <laughs> and he give, also you said give toad problem you gotta give toad a lot of props uh like he said he had a lot of problems you had a stroke didn't you yeah when i was 26 i had a stroke oh, i was Jesus, uh, really I, I was morbidly obese uh for like the few years like after college and in college i was like going to the gym because you could use it for free and i was in some of the like best shape that I was in my life actually in college, I was playing intramural basketball and coaching and yeah, like going to the gym most days with like some of my roommates and stuff. And it helps, I guess that's another aspect of it. It helps if you have like gym buddies to go with, yeah. and, you know, mm. you pump each other up, you know, doing it by yourself kind of sucks. Uh, but after Absolutely. college, it just kind of all went away and I was, my diet was horrific. I was, I, I do software for a living. I was uh, sedentary and just, not good and it got to a point because i was just like i'm in my mid-20s like this isn't that much of a problem i know i'm fat didn't really realize how fat i was getting 
I wound up getting diagnosed with like severely high blood pressure and sent to the ER straight from a routine physical because my BP was 190 over 120. They put me on blood pressure meds and leading up to that, I also had started getting these like really serious headaches and it wasn't because I was like drinking a lot of alcohol back then or anything like that. It was due to the blood pressure and the blood pressure meds like got rid of the headache uh, issue immediately. But I think it was also kind of maybe disguising the problem a little bit. Um, like if you get healthy, you're going to like fix your blood pressure anyway. So yeah. if there's a way I can yeah. get off those meds, that would be good. But I did that. And then a few months after that, and I think it was because of the years of high blood pressure, I did have a stroke, which I didn't even realize it was a stroke because I didn't have the typical symptoms of it. And it was just like my vision was thrown off and it happened at work. It caused a seizure a few hours later, which is what actually landed me in the hospital. And because I had a stroke and I was 26 that, you know, and I'm up there with like a bunch of 70 year old men, which by the way, uh, that's a nice advantage because all the uh, nurses really like you when you're the only uh, 20 something <laughs> man, when they're dealing, you know, they're dealing with uh, all these uh, 70 year old uh, perverts up there. It's better to have a 26 year old pervert. Yeah, right? uh, I, I was yeah there for five days. They, they did not figure out uh, what actually caused it. I think it had to have been the blood pressure just damaging yeah. uh, the blood vessels because they didn't determine that there was any other like reason for it. And they did everything, man, mm. just crazy tests on me and whatever. And yeah, like a few years, I, I should have done it more quickly. But a few years after that, I did uh, decide to do yeah. something about it and lose the weight. No, Toad is more fucked than Biden health-wise. He can't be president. We'll be lucky if he lives until the election. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much fully recovered. I, I actually uh, did like this controversial vision therapy to retrain uh, the like convergence aspect of my vision, and it actually works. You actually like there's something about the brain where like certain parts of the brain can take over the lost function of other parts of the brain. And I went to this doctor who was like getting shit on by almost everybody. So. You, when you when that's the case you must know that she's probably doing something right so she had me doing all this stuff that was like almost magic eye shit to like retrain my like depth perception almost and i like repaired my vision quite a bit that way mm, yeah. awesome. oh credit to you on that one man yeah thanks man no no problem like i was when i was in the army i got hurt and that's how i got out and but before I did, I was up to 250 pounds. I was a fat piece of shit because I was eating Burger King and Popeye single day because that was all that was there. I yeah. couldn't go anywhere. But yeah, I lost about 40 pounds since I've been nice. And I'm five six, by the way. So it was yeah, like, I'm I'm five eleven. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> so no, 200 no, pounds, yeah, not good unless you're yeah. my co-host Jose Galison and you somehow have the proper frame to actually be like a five five 200 pound man and not be fat. Credit mm -hmm. to that guy. He's he's a fucking he's wide a judge, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, I think we've cleared most of the topics I wanted to get to. Um, let's do uh, closing statements, and then I'm going the fuck to bed because my wife and I are going to go see Pantera and Lamb of God tomorrow. I can't fucking wait. Ooh, uh, yeah. Fun. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then next weekend we're going to go see them again. This was a. Uh, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but uh originally we were going to go out to jersey to go see metallica and pantera and it was like a two-day a whole weekend event so i was like okay that's cool so i like paid for the hotel got the tickets and everything and then literally like the day or two after they announced that they're coming to pittsburgh i was like oh, i'll cancel everything and then my wife texts me back and says well why don't we just go to both i was like yeah okay why, why not yeah 
So, uh, one there, right? Yes, yes, for sure. (laughs) All right, uh, closing statements. Uh, Toad, you go go first. Why should you be the uh, president of the United States or at least the uh, nominee for the Libertarian Party? Well, I mean, you've heard uh, most of the uh, aspects of my uh, platform that I've laid out. Uh, You you know who I am. It's pretty much what I said in the uh, opening. Uh, I don't think that there are uh, many people. When I entered the field, there was nobody else uh, that even remotely would be able to carry the torch of the Ron Paul revolution and the Reno reset. I am one of those guys. I was involved in the reset. I am a Dave Smithian, Ron Paulian libertarian, and I shitpost the fuck out of the uh, losers. And that mm-hmm. is why. That's what I represent. You want the Reno reset? Go with me. Mm-hmm. Duke. Mm. Oh, the reason why you should uh, pick me as your Libertarian Party candidate is because Uh-oh. I am fine with being the butt of the joke and making it as big a joke as possible. I'll be bigger than that fucking boot on it. <laughs> and people call us unserious when these are the people that they're putting forward. We have people in this party that actually think they can win the presidency. Yeah. To be all honest, you know, we'll vote for Toad. Keeps cutting Just out, a minute man. for the shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that Josh Smith is in it, uh, at least he has the right idea saying that no one's trying to get on the ballot. We shouldn't try to fight for ballot access. Do the 50 state media tour. Have someone that can actually be out there and talk that shit, that libertarian shit, the Ron Paul shit. And none of the people that are there now uh, can do that. Uh, the reason was a fucking joke if these are the people that we put forward as the presidential candidate and that's the only reason i threw my game make losers cry and but had a lot of fun tonight and if we continue this i will have fun talking shit on the campaign trail yeah me too man i dude i love duke as well i love your brother uh you're hilarious dude uh i would not be upset if duke uh, won the nomination would I be upset? Oh, did far better than any of those other faggots that are on the stage. And that's right, except for Josh. Yes, yeah, yes. well, yeah. Big old, you know, and Josh <laughs> would be a beautiful thing because all the people that he pissed off when he quit VC are going to cry even more if he becomes the presidential nominee. And people who get that upset about politics, especially party to cry as much as possible yeah oh my god i couldn't think of a better way to end that um <laughs> yeah i well you know one more thing before we uh close out of here is uh the whole lpmc thing i've been a little bit quiet i was very very involved with the libertarian party probably two years ago before i started the podcast but then um mm-hmm. i decided that ultimately my efforts were better spent elsewhere than working uh, for the westmoreland libertarian party and not that i have any animosity towards anybody there yeah but like uh it literally seems like we did this whole takeover for like you know to, to basically like a lot of the donations were sent to somebody and that somebody took a paycheck and then paid all these speakers to go do this promotional tour for the takeover and wow. now that it's all said and done um now nobody cares about it like all those same Don't people who were at all these events they no longer talk about it uh one person isn't even on the board anymore and now we're left with basically a libertarian party that looks a lot like the old one three years ago except for it's just got slightly edgier messaging which isn't for nothing don't get me wrong but that yeah. literally seems like what the takeover was yeah, the point. messaging is definitely better and the messaging is a big part mm-hmm. of it so so i will uh, give credit uh, to that yeah yeah well that's for 
was you knew that there was a failure because whenever they showed pictures, not show crowd shots because no one was fucking there, you know, yeah. and it was just a waste of money. That hundred thousand dollars that was raised, or however much money was, wonder if it could have gone to local candidates. I wonder if Eric Parker up in uh, Jacksonville could have used some of that money to maybe win his city council race, you know? Mm-hmm. It had to go to giving Maj Ture, uh his cut to call us all racist and talk about how we shouldn't use the word picnic, all right? He's just the freaking Robin D'Angelo of the goddamn Libertarian Party. So, Man. you know, whatever the fuck. People just want to have a black best friend, and I'll leave it on that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, Man. I don't even think I heard the picnic thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what, all right. So, I'll, uh, he came, and so, convention uh this few months uh he asked a friend of mine that's in there i asked her how much did he charge he said not as much as he thought he was worth and you can look around the room they'll easily call you race because people here and this guy's got a meme and said like basically you're racist for using picnic and then he up and left after telling people he's gonna do interviews he just said, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then he left. So, I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, he, he, did, he did do a similar thing uh, where he, he, I think he bailed on uh, Porkfest on, he had like a speech, uh, like a speaking gig at Porkfest, I think at least, I think it must have been twice and bailed on it last minute. And then he had another one this year and he got arrested and couldn't show up to this one either. Even though the arrest was bullshit, it was like gun possession, some shit yeah. like that. But but that was yeah. real, uh, real urban behavior there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't want to take us down that route. Well, no, I actually did. I did. I can't lie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, go ahead, give your plugs and uh, anything you want to mention. You have more than me. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Uh, Tower Gang Toad on Twitter. I'm one of the hosts of the Tower Gang Podcast, which is the most offensive comedy podcast, the most offensive podcast out there. We are on Wednesday nights. We had another uh, banger last night. We were in the process of going through some old public access television episodes of The Andrew Show, who is a young, very talented man who is a... KKK member, I suppose. It's uh, it's it's some awesome stuff. It's really fun. Oh. I do it with Clint from Liberty Lockdown, uh, Cole, aka Fat Dave Smith, uh, Jose Galison, Top Lobsa, and Reed Coverdale. Almost never at this point. And we are at Tower Gang Pod. Go follow us everywhere uh, where you can find uh, video content. Still, mostly we direct people to the Rumble at this point and the locals. Tower Gang uh, locals You can support us there. Nice. Duke. Yeah. On Twitter. Um, I'm just out here in life right now. Got a lot of shit going on. Definitely go and follow the Tower Gang. A lot of good guys. Over there. Some good friends. Uh, Cole, yeah. see if this child in my house. Well. Oh, well, that, your whole stuff just cut off right at the well, end. Well, I, I, I question it, Duke, because uh, Cole's child is really a ginger and... Mm-hmm. That has to be called into question because <laughs> because Cole and his wife are not, and this happened at your house, and we know who is one. Uh, I can either. Uh, I think I need a bed now. Oh. So I, <laughs> I mean, he's really showing why he should be president right there, dude. That's a perfect presidential pitch. I could think of a better one. <laughs> and well, I, I was off in the corner watching uh, the conception happen. So, uh, so you had one of those chairs, just yeah. 
Don is uh, junk too. So. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, so much for watching. Hopefully, you enjoyed, and uh, hopefully, maybe we'll see both these guys running, and then we'll have a president and a vice president, or you know, the whole Libertarian Party will be abolished. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, guys. Until next time, everyone. Oh, thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Yep. Peace. <laughs> Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.